The CEOs of the nation's top social media companies grilled yesterday on Capitol Hill over their efforts or perceived lack thereof when it comes to child safety. We're joined on the Canadian Newsline now by ABC News national correspondent Stephen Portnoy. And Stephen, what were uh, some of the biggest uh, concerns that were brought up during that uh, grilling yesterday? Well, to cut to the short, uh, long and short of it, the biggest concern was the idea that these CEOs, these powerful tech executives, are spending some of their money to prevent laws from being enacted. What a curious thing, isn't it? Uh, this grilling that happened yesterday in Washington, the CEOs of these social media companies made to be publicly shamed by members of both parties for what they, uh, the, the platforms that they have created and what it has facilitated. Sitting behind these CEOs, you had the families of young people who have killed themselves because they have faced bullying and exploitation, extortion on the Internet, sextortion on the Internet, enticed to provide pictures of themselves that are then used to try to make them pay money. And the CEOs of these companies are saying that it's a terrible thing and they're doing all they can to stop it. But a mirror should have been held up to the senators, too, because the question is, what is the Congress doing about it? Yesterday, it was noted by members of both parties that five times in the past year, the Senate Judiciary Committee, the same panel that had these CEOs present yesterday, has sent on a unanimous basis to the Senate floor bills that would aim to solve this problem. And what's happened since? Well, nothing. Because these powerful, entrenched tech executives have used their money and power and influence behind the scenes to prevent the Congress from taking up this legislation. So yesterday, the strange situation here where these members of the, the, the CEOs were made to be publicly shamed, and at the same point, they're being asked to please support this legislation, please get behind it, so it would be easier to pass it, instead of objecting to it, making it nearly impossible to pass it. Why should it be, we should all ask ourselves, that the CEOs of these companies should decide whether the Congress acts to regulate them? Well, these CEOs, these powerful corporate interests, have a First Amendment right to lobby against legislation that would affect their industries, and they have exercised it strongly. So that was the dynamic yesterday, even as a lot of attention was paid to the moment where Mark Zuckerberg was made to stand up and face those families, those families who lost their loved ones, and apologize to them and promise that he's doing all he can. Really, the question is, what's going to be done about it from a legal standpoint? What kind of action is the Congress going to take to repeal or reform Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act of 1996, which provides civil liability protections to these platform creators so that they can't be sued? At the end of the day, that's what this is about. The families and the members of Congress say that those who have lost their loved ones as a result of child sex exploitation or extortion should be able to sue these platforms. And the platforms say, well, it's not our fault. We just created the venue. It's the individuals who perform the extortion and the harassment and the exploitation that should be gone after, and they are, to the extent that that's possible. But the question is whether Section 230, that very... Uh, well-known and politically charged part of the law that's now nearly 30 years old, whether it should be reformed. And despite all the talk about it, Congress has done nothing. Mm. What was the original uh, reasoning for Section uh, 230? It's a great question. Now, in the Communications Decency Act of 1996, a lot of attention was paid on uh, this portion of the law that actually would have made, uh, if you remember, 
uh, sort of uh, online pornography would have been outlawed. And for a time it was. Uh, But the Supreme Court came in and said that that was a violation of the First Amendment. So that part of it was struck down. But behind all of that was a provision that said that a a, um, back in the days of online bulletin boards or message boards, that the creator of the message board should not be responsible for how that board or platform is used by users because we want to foster the development of these creative spaces. And uh, if, you're, if you have a town square and you put up a bulletin board and people post on the bulletin board, it's not the owner of the bulletin board that should be liable for the actions of people who post. It should be the posters. And uh, that was the original intent. But what has happened since is these social media companies have become the most powerful forces <laughs> on the planet and have really affected uh, our, our commerce and democracy. And they continue to enjoy these liability protections and they fiercely fight to defend them. And when I say that, what I mean is they pay a lot of money to lobbyists here in Washington to prevent Congress from reforming this law. And despite, as I say, the politically charged nature, nature of it, because members of both parties say that uh, that liability protection encourages either misinformation or uh, exploitation, no matter how you slice it, there's no consensus on what should be done about it. And that is why uh, yesterday really amounted to just a public shaming, a public tongue lashing, and a big question as to what these senators, who are so impassioned, really are about to do about it. Yeah, and and, and they may not have a clue as to what to do about it and are thinking that, like you said, it's the tech companies who need to come up with the ways to regulate themselves, which... It is very unlikely to happen. But uh, Stephen Portney, fascinating uh, discussion. I wish we had more time. But thank you for joining us uh, here uh, and taking time out to explain it to our listeners. Thank you. You bet.